The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to the final show of Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. And I'm your host, Peter Tung. Thank you so much for joining me today and for every other show that you have joined in to listen to the expert guests that I have brought uh, to you, our listeners, on this journey of conscious co-creation. Today, I'd like to have a somewhat more intimate discussion with you over uh, the, the length of this show without a guest and just reflecting myself on, on what has taken place over the five years on the show and also uh, to give you, I think, a deserved insight into why I've decided to finish the show at this time and hopefully assist you even further today in your own uh, spiritual awakening, your own conscious journey. As many of you know, I have done over 250 shows over five years with almost 250 guests. There have been a a few repeats, I'm delighted to say, of wonderful guests. And over the course of that time, I have amassed an an amazing amount of information, material, insight, challenging to my own previous beliefs and opening my uh, heart to this higher calling. And in January of this year, if you remember back in January, the new moon was actually on January the 1st. So in in the task of setting New Year's resolutions, it was actually the perfect day to set those those new intentions, new resolutions for this year. And what came to me very strongly in in quiet contemplation was a need for me to assess everything, absolutely everything that I was doing in my life to see what I was doing just as a matter of course, as a habit, as a continuing aspect of of my life, what I was doing with absolutely clear heart intention for for my life and, and the work that I'm doing in the world. And so I wrote out a list basically of all the things that I do and I started looking at those lists and, and coming to the conclusion that there were definitely some things that I was going to be continuing to do there were definitely some things I was going to let go. And then there were these really, really challenging pieces in the middle where I felt I could go either way in terms of, of this decision. And I had probably the most challenging time with this radio show with Voice America because 
over the years, it has brought me tremendous insight, as, as I've said, and as you know from listening to different shows, given me tremendous insight, taken me on many journeys, both in the heart and physically on the landscape. And so it seemed in some ways uh, an obvious thing to continue doing. At the same time, I was getting this nagging sense inside that uh, I was becoming saturated with information that all this information that was piling in and piling on through this time of great transformation was wonderful, but it it was also uh, a risk of becoming itself a distraction from the real heart of the matter, which is our own unfolding on our own grail quest, on our own sacred mission. And so as this year was unfolding, as the year, the months were, were going, as the year was progressing, I still hadn't made a, a decision, but it was one of those uh, aspects of my life which was in the balance. And slowly but surely, my heart was telling me it was time to let go of this gathering of information, although it was wonderful, was still wonderful. And even since... Uh, I made that final decision. Um, I've still had wonderful guests every week. And you think, wow, you know, was was this the right decision? But what I now feel very strongly in my heart, and I'm completely at ease with this decision, com- feeling complete, feeling happy, feeling that I've provided a great service for people, providing I've provided a great service for myself and actually for the guests who have themselves benefited from the, the discussion itself, the discussions we've had off the air, and in many cases uh, where we've actually become personal friends. But I was feeling more and more that it was time for me to actually embody and live the information that was coming to me. And one of my greatest challenges I've realized only in the last few months as a former school principal as a former teacher, as a former coach, that they, that my mind has had this domination over my intuitive self since I, I recall going back to being a teenager. And so while I was continuing to gather more and more and more and more information, that my mind was continuing to play the major role in my journey. And so I felt strongly that it was time to stop gathering information, not just through the radio show, but through the internet, through reading books, and really focus now on going inside into my inner journey, letting the thoughts of the mind go and allowing all of the the information, the insights, the awarenesses to really percolate through me, through every cell in my body. And so in some ways, I'm taking myself into my own cocoon consciously to go into a place of rest, to go into a place of relaxation, to connect deeply with Mother Earth, with nature, connect deeply with myself within and allow the essence of who I am to really emerge from the depths of my being out into my consciousness. 
I have absolutely no idea at this point. I have no agenda as to what my future holds, which could be a very scary place. It isn't for me. It's a, it's a place of just wonder and awe and expectation without any attachment to anything of what is to come next. And so this is probably the biggest single chunk of my life that I am letting go to allow something else to emerge without knowing what that is. There are certain aspects of my life, of my world, which are absolutely central to the work that I do, and I will be continuing with those, and that includes staying in good physical shape, eating well, sleeping well, all the aspects of life necessary for my body to feel well loved and nurtured and nourished and rested, to continue doing my own meditations, but also leading meditations to support people in that, to continue the healing work in terms of the spiritual counseling that I do, in terms of the one-on-one healing situations with people, as well as working with my healing partner, Zia, in doing the balancing energetics of the sacred feminine and sacred masculine together in harmony and peace and love in the heart for those people to benefit from those, those sessions. And also the deep and profound connection with the land itself, with Mother Earth, through the landscape zodiac, through landscape features, but staying tuned into the landscape features and the celestial realms, the rhythms of life, the natural aspects of life. And all of this requires me and each of us to slow down, to breathe deeply and slowly and just become deeply connected with ourselves, love ourselves deeply from within, unconditionally, and love the world around us. And I had a very funny experience just the other day where I was sitting in my chair overlooking the beautiful gorge waterway where I live, and I just closed my eyes and I went into this deep, slow breathing pattern uh, between six and ten breaths a minute. And I was just sitting there completely relaxed, completely still, just breathing, and for some reason I opened my eyes, and as I opened my eyes, there was a hummingbird just hanging in the air straight through my window, straight at eye level, just looking at me, just connecting. And and and, and I, I know the hummingbird is all about the elixir of life, living moments of life joyfully, and I, and I do recall talking to one of the people that I've been working with about the hummingbird and the fact that the hummingbird, when you look very closely at the wings, they're actually forming the infinity symbol. Uh, they form a figure of eight as they, as they vibrate so quickly. And in that moment, it reminded me of, of living in the infinite now, of this moment in time, and just being in the stillness being centered and being calm. And in that now moment is when the joy and the peace and the love arises and the nature kingdom become fully and totally attracted to you 
they are resonating at that same frequency already. And so that is how we become connected to all that is. And one of the mysteries that I still do not know the answer to, and I, and I hope that I do have some form of revelation at some point to help others with this, but why it is that the beautiful people on this planet doing phenomenal conscious work on behalf of themselves and behalf of others are still struggling in this physical realm, particularly around issues of money, around issues of family distress and, uh, and, and challenges in the physical three-dimensional aspects of life. And it would be just so wonderful if in this very next short period of time, some sort of switch around happened where all those people doing this phenomenal work suddenly became valued by the outer world and suddenly the ball changed its direction and what the work that is being done by conscious people in supporting the vibration of love and peace and harmony on the planet actually got fully supported and I'm really looking forward to that day where we can all benefit and I've asked that question of many guests on the show and the standard answer is always well when you are in your heart and you're doing this inner work then the outer world will look after you uh, and it seems to <laughs> be pushing people to the absolute limits of that ability to manage in this world while doing this work uh, in spirit. And so I, I, that is one of my intentions, one of my prayers is for those people quietly doing work behind the scenes on behalf of all of us do start to, to benefit from, from living in this life, many of whom find it challenging to be here and, and it's it's a, a real stretch for them to actually do this work and be here. That's not the case for me. I don't know wh what it is, but I am an earthling. I am very comfortable and feel at home here on planet Earth, and I'm here for the duration as long as it takes for us to all come home. When we come back, I'm, I'm going to actually do a little bit of a quick historical background because many people have asked me how this all began. So I'll, I'll give you a quick um, update of that uh, as we return to this last show on Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts 
but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co Creation with your host, Peter Tong. Now, I'm not disappearing entirely, and if you want to stay in contact with me, do feel free at any time to send me an email to descendingdove at gmail.com, descendingdove at gmail.com. And if you want to subscribe to my monthly newsletter, you just need to go to the website, www.petertongue.com. And my simplified uh, newsletter will include a main article which will uh, explain what is happening in the current time, in the current month, or what is what is coming up. So, for example, uh, next week, a group of 12 of us are traveling down to Mount Shasta in Northern California to do some energy work and ceremony there and just enjoy the energies of the area. And so my next newsletter in September, which will probably come out in the second week of September, will include uh, photos and information uh, as to what has taken place in that particular journey. So you can certainly stay in touch with me through the website, through the newsletter, through email. And also, if you do wish to involve yourself in meditations with us, uh, also on the website under the events page, you can click on there and go to our MP3 download of a live meditation that takes place every Thursday morning in Victoria at 11.30 and then receiving the MP3 within a couple of days after that of meditations. And the nice thing about those meditations is they are live and they are up to the minute with whatever energetics are are happening in the world at that time. So there are lots of ways to stay in touch with me and the work that I'm doing through the website, through email, through the newsletter, www.petertongue.com. So a number of people have asked me since I've been doing the radio show for five years, how, how did I get involved? How did this all begin? And if many of you will know that I, I was a school principal uh, and because of my interactions with the Indigo children in that school, I decided to leave and I was planning to set up uh, schools, uh, alternative education schools for these children who learn in a very different way. And I got completely pulled off that uh, rail and into all other areas of, of conscious uh, evolution and development in my own life, which involved helping people make their transition when they passed to the next world, helping people recover from serious illness, still helping the uh, so-called indigo children to manage their lives, 
uh, doing the counseling work, doing the meditation work. And then uh, in July of 2007, an event called Fire the Grid, which I'm sure many of you will remember, July 17th, 2007, where Fire the Grid was a, a worldwide global meditation set up to take place at 11.11 a.m. Greenwich Mean Time on July 17th, 2007. And a number of people within our circle in Victoria were saying to me, well, I, I definitely want to do this meditation, but I'm not quite sure what to do. And it was set for an hour, and they gave a very loose uh, uh, guide as to what you might want to do in that meditation. So the suggestion came that perhaps I should lead a meditation at that time uh, to help people in, in, in coming together in a coherent meditation rather than just do it on their own. So my daughter, Angela, who was working with me at the time, did some research on, on the internet and found blog talk radio. And so we signed up and we did a couple of practice uh, sessions with blog talk radio. And so we arranged to do this meditation at the exact moment, 11.11 Greenwich Mean Time, on July 17th, 2007, fire the grid meditation on Blog Talk Radio with Peter Tung. And, of course, uh, because it was the summertime, it was a seven-hour difference, not an eight-hour difference from Greenwich Mean Time uh, in, on the West Coast, which meant 4.11 a.m. for this meditation. So we got up early, we got ourselves ready, and Blog Talk Radio was based in New York City, and when we got into the network, we couldn't get into the network. Their whole system had crashed. And this was at my first public appearance on radio. And the whole system had completely broken down. And they didn't know what the heck had happened. They were scur scurrying around. It was 7-Eleven uh, in, in New York. And it actually took three hours uh, for them to get themselves organized to get back online. So I actually stayed around amazingly um, that, that whole time and actually did the meditation at 7.11 our time on the West Coast, which, of course, was 10.11 New York time and was now way past that Greenwich Mean Time. And so I did do the meditation, but it was a really interesting start. And then I started uh, inviting different people onto the show on Blog Talk Radio and at some point in that process, I don't know who or why or what, but someone at Voice America obviously decided that the work that I was doing was, was worthwhile. And so they contacted me to see if I'd be interested in doing a show. In the meantime, I had gone down to uh, Lake Tahoe at the invitation of Sherry Chase, who was the owner of Chase International Real Estate Company, in uh, Lake Tahoe and Reno, Nevada. And following the financial crash of 2008, business in Lake Tahoe was extremely precarious. And Sherry Chase reached the point of having to consider closing her business. And through a series of synchronicities, I was actually heading down to the Alchemy Conference in Las Vegas and I was driving to help someone else out who eventually didn't go. So I was driving down and, um, of course, Lake Tahoe is on the way to Las Vegas from Victoria, British Columbia. So I stopped in and met Shari, uh, discovered um, the, the dilemma that she was in. And after meeting her and, and returning back to 
Victoria, she invited me to go down to help her try to resolve this deep, deep challenge of, of, of uh, basically no home selling, prices just plummeting down. And even if you sold a home, the amount of money that was, was coming to the realtors was, was negligible. And because of my alchemy experience, uh, it was a, at, the, at the actual physical furnace working with boiling metals and minerals. This was a great opportunity now for me to actually put the alchemical process of the minerals and metals into a real living human circumstance to alchemically transform uh, a real estate company. And that seems like a far, far cry from doing the work at the alchemical furnace. But what I'd learned at the furnace was that these processes, these search circumstances, these situations are true for absolutely every living uh, mineral, every living being, every living thing. And so I did go down to Lake Tahoe and I started doing transformational work with the individual realtors, the individual administrative staff, as well as working on a collective vibration with the company in, in Lake Tahoe. At that time, Shari was pouring tons of her own money into the company to keep it going. And I said to the company at that time, you know, you are going through your dark night of the soul. And the dark night of the soul is when everything is go, goes black and everything seems terrible and shocking. But actually, everything is still happening, but it's happening below the surface. It's, we can't yet see it. And this is true of what's happening in the world today, and I'll come to that in a moment. And so, so many people give up at that point, give up at that stage. They did, in fact, at the furnace when everything went black inside. And people do in life, too. And the truth is that you're only two steps away from the philosopher's stone, from the gold, from the elixir. And so, the key thing is to keep going, to keep pressing on, but to change yourself inside and in particular in any company is to change the energy from wanting to make money, wanting to be successful, wanting to sell homes in that context to serving humanity for the greater good. And when you shift that energy of vibration inside yourself and you change from looking at this as a job, as a place where I can make money, I can buy my next toy, to a place of I am here to serve, I'm here to serve people, I'm here to serve the land, I'm here to create the best environment that I can for people and the communities in which they are going to move into, and you focus all your energy and attention on that, then everything else looks after itself. And so, what happened was Sherry Chase then started having a shift in the company. The company survived and I'm delighted to say is thriving and has been thriving now for several years. So because of this work, Sherry was very generous to support me in shifting my energy to Voice America and inviting these wonderful guests to join me on the show and really create this powerful vortex of consciousness, of spiritual awakening, of spiritual awareness, so we could spread this knowing of alchemical transformation from just her own company to anyone in the world who wanted to benefit from 
this insight, this awareness, this alchemical transformation. Of course, the show itself has become an, an alchemical cauldron, a, a burning, bubbling energetic of information and insight for everyone to benefit from. And it's been quite remarkable over the years, the number of people that have listened to the show, which would now be in the hundreds of thousands, if not millions over the course of the five years, and from over a 100 different countries around the world. And so people are being touched constantly by not only the information and the intelligence of the guests, but also the energetic vibration that is running through the show. And more and more I'm realizing that this journey is much, much more about the radiance that we emanate as a vibration rather than the words that we actually speak. The words themselves carry a vibration. But the key element when you're sitting listening to a show, this show today, is actually the energy that is pouring through the system, through the internet, through whatever channels you are using to listen for your benefit, for your unfoldment, for your cellular structure to modify. And so for me, this was the beginning of this journey over five years ago, which has brought me to this place of realization now. And when we return, I am going to reflect a little bit on some of the information that I have gathered, some of the guests that I've had on the show, and perhaps provide for you a shortcut to the real heart of the matter without having to listen to all 250 shows, because there are some profoundly important elements to this, which I will discuss with you shortly. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Are you looking to advance spiritually? Listen each week for Spiritual Enlightenment, Advancing One's Wisdom. Your host, medium Maureen Allen, will cover an array of spiritual topics aimed to help you advance your soul's desired growth. Each week, areas of spirituality will be discussed and explored ranging from strange, paranormal experiences to heaven, spirit guides, and angels. To learn more about the other dimensions and how to better assist your path of evolution, tune into Spiritual Enlightenment. Advancing One's Wisdom, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Thank you for joining us today. I would like to take this opportunity to thank Jeff Spinard, the owner of Voice America, Brandy Jackson, who has been my executive producer throughout the five years, and we have a weekly uh, call together to discuss the show and what is taking place, and it's been a wonderfully mutually supportive uh, experience together and relationship together and I really appreciate Brandy and all that she has done in supporting me. Also Brad who does my weekly e-card extremely professionally and meticulously correcting all of my errors and Matt who has been my regular engineer for some time now who is on the show today and again make sure that my technical uh, limitations (laughs) are smoothed over and he ensures that We always have a smooth running show and covers over any blips or blimps that happen as we we go through. So my deepest, deepest gratitude to Jeff, Brad, Brandy and Matt for the work they they have done on my behalf. And just to reiterate the tremendous support that over the five years Sherry Chase and Chase International have offered me in sponsoring the vast majority of shows during that time. I will be eternally grateful to her and to Chase for providing this opportunity for me to bring such fantastic guests to you. One of the most important elements of realization for me in this five-year period has been the re-emergence of the sacred feminine. And I am really indebted to certain guests that I have had on the show who have done tremendous deep deep inner work to come to realize and come to terms with the need for the feminine energies to be fully embraced fully understood for what they are and to emerge in this balanced male female vibration in the world today and, I, and I'm only going to mention a few because obviously it would just become too much otherwise. Um, but just some key people, um, Patty Cota Robles and Meg Blackburn would probably be people who have always stood their own ground and always been their own people and have done wonderful work on the show. But I'm thinking about people like Anaya Sophia, who has done this tremendous work on womb wisdom and really getting an understanding of the womb space, which I now know, without any shadow of a doubt, is the most sacred place that exists on this planet. The feminine womb is where creation takes place, and it is where we need to return to an absolute full honoring of the sacredness of the divine feminine, particularly through the womb space, where many of the wounds and scars of human behavior resides as a result of the abuse that we have served up to each other. And Anaya has done a tremendously brave job in bringing that information out into the world. 
Kate Montana, who lived in a man's world and wrote a tremendous book called Venus Arising, in which she, again, realized that she was a woman living as a woman, but in a total male uh, realm, and how that impacted her, and how she ultimately had to step away from that to really rediscover her femininity and who she really was. Sarah Beek, who thought that she was being the true feminine energy and was having great success in the modern spiritual new age type arena until she realized that in fact she was serving the patriarchal expectations of what a woman would be rather than what a woman really is in the world. And she very bravely stepped out of a very successful life to really go deeply within again, to connect with herself, to really discover what the sacred feminine actually is. And then most recently, Norma Tarango, who was on the show just a couple of weeks away, uh, sorry, a couple of weeks ago, and, and having this phenomenal connection with Mother Earth herself through the Venus Gate and Our Lady of Guadalupe in Santa Fe, New Mexico, which is the Venus Gate into the Valles Caldera, the Landscape Zodiac in New Mexico. And this connection between the sacred feminine, Mother Earth herself, Mother Nature, and these elements that we need to bring together, Venus, the, the, the beautiful planet of the connection to the feminine energies and the return of Lilith. Many of you may not know who Lilith is, but she is that aspect of us that has been rejected from early childhood, from previous lifetimes, from ancestral wounds that reside within us. She is the woman that is burning to come out within each and every one of us, including men. And we need to wrap our arms around our own Lilith and bring her home and help her feel safe. And when we do that, everything will change in our lives. We will become fully empowered human beings. And it is through the work with these wonderful women who are exemplifying the empowered sacred feminine with many, many challenges because our patri patriarchal world has yet to fully transform and change, but it is changing. And these women are stepping up, being extremely brave in the world to let us know that this is a requirement before we step into this new time of peace and love and harmony on the planet. And you will know when your Lilith is up because it's when you feel that deep rage and anger at the world for not embracing you in some form or another. And that is your inner Lilith needing expression. And when we can bring Lilith home and embrace her, then we can really, really begin to live a spiritual life. So I feel one of the, my greatest learnings over this five-year period has been to reconnect with my own sacred feminine side, 
to begin to understand at a much deeper level the way in which the sacred feminine works and to honor that and to realize that instead of the masculine energy doing things and running things and taking hold of things, that actually our job is to hold space for the sacred feminine, is to create such a safe container that women can step into their full creativity. I'm tending to use the word woman and sacred feminine in uh, sort of interchangeably, and I probably should be using sacred feminine because we all have a feminine aspect. Even men need to reconnect with this gentle, loving, creative aspect of themselves, which turns nasty, turns angry, turns red, if not fully honored and embraced. So this is true for every single person evolving on the planet. And so to make this connection, to step back into our creativity, to step back into loving ourselves wholeheartedly is the critical, the critical step in having peace in our hearts. Many of us have done a lot of inner work and yet we still don't feel fully at ease with ourselves and there's still this peace resonating at a deep level that needs to come home, that needs to be embraced. And I am indebted to many women that I've interviewed on the show and the ones that I've named, you may want to listen to their shows over the next few weeks to get an understanding, a deeper understanding of what this actually means. And I am indebted to Voice America for kindly keeping the archives of my show on the Voice America website for uh, certainly a foreseeable future. Uh, They recognize the value of the show and the listenership that it has, so they are going to continue with the shows. So you can still go and listen to any of the shows uh, that have been recorded over the five years. But I do want to take some time in, in really honing in on those uh, people that I feel, um, in my experience of all of this uh, time together, the 250 shows, uh, those people that right now are providing you with the best opportunity to see through the veils of illusion and to live your life fully in this present moment. And the two people that I want to highlight for you uh, in this way, and this is just my own personal view, my own personal opinion of the two people certainly that I feel I am benefiting from the most at this time, and therefore many of you will, not all of you, you won't resonate necessarily, but the two people that I feel at this time are providing me with the greatest awareness, the greatest insight, are Matt Kahn and Richard Rudd. And they come to this awareness in this time from a very different perspective. Although they're both men, I would say that Matt Kahn is representing the more uh, intuitive feminine aspects of this current Uh, evolving, this waking up, this becoming aware. And on the other side, Richard Rudd brings much more the rational, reasoned way in which this is manifesting itself. They're both saying very, very similar things, 
but coming at it from a quite different perspective. And Matt Khan has many, many YouTubes, which are all about an hour in length. He's calling them the Love Revolution. And you can go to, to YouTube and just Google in Matt Khan, M-A-T-T-K-A-H-N, and listen to those YouTubes and just completely relax and allow yourself to receive the vibration. As I mentioned earlier, it's much more about the vibration that is, that is emanating rather than the actual words spoken. But if you really, really want to understand at a deep intuitive and intellectual level, then the golden path and the gene keys of Richard Rudd provide that opportunity for you. To do it properly, you do need to go into the uh, golden pathway, which is a 33-step process, have the book, the gene keys, to interpret the information and your own hollow energetic profile, which you can get from his website online, www.genekeys.com. And when we come back for the last segment, I'll just talk a little bit about why I think those two uh, sets of information are powerful guidelines for us at this time. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Step into the doorway to conscious choice, greater health, and well-being. Attain the balance that you've been seeking. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Feed the mind. Embrace positively. Release the tension. Step out of fear. Host Simran Singh will help you broaden your mind and open your heart toward a greater understanding of how to take charge of your life. 1111 Talk Radio is here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. 1111 Talk Radio. Because shift happens. The Change, the 7th Wave Channel, on the Voice America Network. You're listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome 
Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Thank you so much for joining me today and for joining me on every other show that you've listened to and even listened to in the future. It's great that you'll still have the opportunity to listen to the shows and you may want to just check out the shows of the people I've mentioned today. So Richard Rudd, one of the aspects of life that people are asking the question now is how how is this going to work in the future how is this shift from the old system the old paradigms the old structures which are clearly breaking down what are the new structures going to be well in the golden path richard uh, rudd actually outlines really clearly how this new world can work and work perfectly and beautifully through this what he calls synarchy which is the interconnectedness of all things running beautiful, clear energy through all the channels of energy that exist within our systems, within our interconnectedness, within the internet system, within business, within families, so that everything flows and runs beautifully and there is no one person in charge that we all have responsibilities within any community, within any business that is created. And so there is already a blueprint available through his work to demonstrate to us how this this future can work. So not only can you uh, go through your own set of gene keys to get a deep and profound understanding of yourself, but you can also see how this can pertain to the world around you and how we can actually create loving, harmonious, conscious community from which we can all benefit in the future. And so I recommend that interview, which was on April the 30th this year with Richard Rudd, www.genekeys.com. And then Matt Kahn has this different slant on things. And many of the spiritual things that we've been led to believe are true are not necessarily the way that we think they are. And Matt has a wonderful way of expressing to us the way in which he sees the world unfolding at this time and it challenging us challenging us to look really deeply within looking at our relationships looking at how we react and respond in the world around us and and for me when i look at the work of both of these gentlemen gentlemen i really feel that they encapsulate all that we need to know and understand for our future unfoldment I also just want to mention how the wonderful spin-off it's been for me to meet these great people. And some of them have been amazingly synchronistic uh, events where it's almost been uh, a forced situation from spirit to make sure we got together. I remember meeting up with George Cavasilis and Neil Kramer, two other great uh, people involved in this work at the Assetti Ranch with James Gilliland. Another phenomenal opportunity to work closely and connected with spirits, all three of whom have been on the show and, and spending time with George and his wife and, and agent and uh, Emma uh, and my own group of Ernie, Shelley and Zia here in Canada. The eight of us doing ceremony in uh, the southwest of England and the heart of Scotland at Mount Chihallion and Rennes-le-Chateau in France and coming together as a group from around the world to do very powerful, high heart energy work in the landscape to right some wrongs from the past and do this work with these these wonderful people. And so having this opportunity to meet and come together and just 
work together instantaneously without having to set anything up, without having to organize anything, just allowing it to unfold and to happen. And I suppose I should just spend the last few minutes of this last show uh, with my own comments about life and and what it is and, and where we are at this point. And I think the two aspects of all of my experience that I would like to reflect upon in these last few minutes is this realization that each and every one of us is an individual required aspect of the interconnectivity of all things. One of the fears that I've heard from people on a spiritual path is that when we become part of the oneness, you lose yourself. Well, that isn't how it works. When you become part of the oneness, which we all are already anyway, your uniqueness, as Richard Rudd would say, your exquisiteness is an absolute necessary part of the collective vibration. So your own identity, your own personality, your own contribution is unique and required and wanted as it is. Yes, we want to heal the stuff that prevents us from fully stepping into our power, that prevents us from being happy, prevents us from being at ease in life. But we do not want to lose that quirky, individual, unique style that you have. That is part of your contribution to the collective. So I implore you to be true to yourself, to set yourself free, to not be concerned about what others think of you, but to step into your full power graciously and gracefully and become the true person that deep down you know you are with no masks to wear, no holding back because you're concerned about what others will think, particularly family members, but being fully true to yourself. And the recognition on the other side of that coin that indeed we are all interconnected, that we are all connected through the web of life, that whatever we do in the world to ourselves, we do to others. Whatever we do to others, we do to ourselves. We are all interconnected. We are all part of the one breath of the one heart. And I am extremely optimistic about the world and what is taking place in the world. And we have a choice of where we focus our attention. Do we focus our attention on the love, on nature, on the animals, the birds, of our beautiful, pure, loving relationships? Or do we focus our attention on the conflict, the lower frequency vibrations taking place in the world today, the confusion, the separation, the grabbing as much as we can for ourselves? That is a choice that we have in every single moment of every day. And I encourage you to remember that you are part of this oneness, that you are connected to all that is. And the most important thing that you can do is resonate that love from within your heart 
to yourself unconditionally, accepting yourself fully and totally for who you are, surrendering to every situation that crops up in your life, knowing that that is an opportunity for your own personal growth and spreading that eminence of your heart out into the world, smiling a deep, deep smile within and smiling a great, great smile without to let the world know that you are here, that you are love, that you are loved and that you love all. And I am really looking forward to this next adventure. I don't know what it is. I don't care what it is. I just know it's going to be absolutely magnificent for me and magnificent for you as well. Finally, if you do want to short-circuit the 250 shows, you may just want to listen to the ones that I have done as a little review every so often. There's about six to ten, I'm guessing, shows that I have done during the course of the five years, which has been a a little bit of a summary of the the guests that have been on the show. So so do perhaps tune into the shows that I've done myself from time to time, as I have today. I thank you all so much for listening to me going on today, for listening to the show over the years. I am indebted to all of you. I love you all. Thank you for having such open hearts to listen and be part of this magnificent grand awakening taking place on this magnificent planet on which we live. We are awakening to conscious co-creation, and I am so delighted to have had this opportunity to share this time with you over the last five years. It's Peter Tung signing off for the last time on Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tong for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network.